Hey, welcome aboard to this new episode of Light 'em Up. As you know, we take a deep dive on leadership, the criminal justice system, and crime scene investigation. We enlighten, educate, and empower others with the truth. Like it or not, the truth disturbs, the truth divides, but ultimately, the truth delivers. I am your host, Phil Rizzo. I'm the principal owner of Rizzo's Protective Group. We are a high-risk security consulting firm headquartered out of Akron, Ohio. Hey, Happy New Year to Everyone, welcome to the debut episode of season two of Light 'em Up. Hey, honestly, honestly, I never thought I'd be in a position to say that. That is so cool. Season two. I want to thank everybody. I want to thank the crew for all your help last year. I'm looking forward to a fantastic year with you, working alongside you, as well as our listeners as well. We greatly appreciate you. As you know, we take a deep dive on the criminal justice system, crime scene investigation, and leadership. Hey, if there's a topic you'd like to have investigated and be discussed further, feel free to suggest it to us. Any topic related to our focus that you may want to hear more about in the new year. Drop us a line in one of our promotional posts and we'll do our part to bring that information to you. Again, our mission, as you know, is to enlighten, educate, and empower others with the truth. Like we say all the time here on Light 'em Up, the truth disturbs, the truth divides, but ultimately, the truth delivers. We're here to be a voice. Your voice has the power to give hope. Never forget that fact. January is National Slavery and Human Trafficking Prevention Awareness Month. We were stunned, shocked, and then angered when we learned of the extent of the online child predator exploitation problem and how this feeds sex and human trafficking as well as the exploitation of women and children. In our social media frenzied world, everyone is hunting for likes, comments, and shares in their virtual world. We learned that Pornhub, a Canada-based website that prides itself on being the happy-go-lucky, winking face of all things naughty, attracts 3.5 billion, with a B, visits or hits per month. This is more than Netflix, Yahoo, or Amazon. It rakes in millions from almost 3 billion ad impressions per day. One ranking lists Pornhub as the 10th most visited website in the world. My question is, what the hell has happened? happen to us as a society. This isn't going to be a conversation on the morality of pornography. Trust me, we don't have the time or the desire to enter into that debate. The issue is about the rape of and the sexual exploitation of minor children, which is perverted, sick, and a crime in all 50 states. The issue is about monetizing and promoting criminal sexual assaults on children, or anyone for that matter. While everyone else is working hard to monetize their human resource services, their financial services, or security consulting services, Pornhub monetizes revenge pornography, spy cam videos of women in the shower, racist and misogynistic content, and footage of women being asphyxiated with plastic bags. Again, my question is, again I ask, what the hell has happened to us as a society? Sure, a person can argue skillfully that the main pain points with Bill Cosby, Harvey Weinstein, and Jeffrey Epstein were the lack of consent. The legal age to consent to sex in Ohio is 16, and you can review the language found at the Ohio Revised Code.
Code, Section 2907.04. Even if a teen and older individual claim they are both willing participants in the relationship or sexual encounter, in some situations, it is still considered rape under the law. In cases where a relationship does not violate Ohio's statutory rape laws, parents may intervene with other charges that are not sex offenses, such as contributing to the unruliness or delinquency of a child. And those are found at Ohio Revised Code Section 2919.24 or the charge of interference with custody, which is found at Ohio Revised Code Section 2919.23. We don't deny that a great majority of the 6.8 million new videos that are uploaded on Pornhub each year most likely involve consenting adults. But at the same time, many depict child abuse and non-consensual sexual violence. But we go back to the fact that one is too many and there are far more than one. In investigating on our own, combined with reporting done by Nicholas Kristoff of the New York Times that we sourced for this episode, found recorded videos on the Pornhub site of physical assaults where the rapists would open the eyelids of the victims and touch their eyeballs to show that they were non-responsive and unconscious at the time of conducting the research for this episode in early December of 2020. Further investigations revealed through a query for girls under 18 years of age kicked back more than 100,000 videos. True, most are not of children being assaulted, but again, I go back to this fact. One is too many, and there are far more than one. In October of 2020, as reported in the Sun Sentinel, the main daily newspaper of Fort Lauderdale, Florida, a worried sick mother located her 15-year-old daughter who had been missing for more than a year in Florida. The Davie Police Department found close to 60 pornographic photos and videos of her on sites such as Pornhub, Periscope, and Snapchat. Some of the videos featured a man identified as 30-year-old Christopher Johnson, who was spotted with the missing girl in February at a 7-Eleven in Broward County, according to the police report that we obtained exclusively for this episode. Johnson was subsequently arrested and is being held in the Broward Main Jail in Fort Lauderdale on a felony charge of lewd or lascivious battery on a victim between 12 and 16 years of age. A Broward judge set Johnson's bail at $75,000. Sexual assaults of a 14-year-old California girl were posted on Pornhub and were reported to authorities, not by the company, but by a classmate who saw the videos. In each case, offenders were arrested for the assaults, but Pornhub escaped any responsibility for sharing those videos and from profiting from them. Pornhub is the YouTube of pornography. It allows the public to post their own videos. Unlike YouTube, Pornhub permits their videos to be downloaded directly from their platform. So if a video depicting a rape is removed at the request of the authorities, it's oftentimes still too late. The video's life expectancy is unlimited as it is shared and shared with others and uploaded and downloaded again and again and again. One young lady who, for this report, will refer to as Callie, expressed that Pornhub became her trafficker. Callie was adopted in the U.S. from China, trafficked by her adoptive family, and forced to appear in pornographic videos. This all started when Callie was nine years old. Sadly, she expressed that the pornographic videos of her are still being sold. She's 23 years old now and studying to be a lawyer so that she can help fight the system that has abused her for all these years. She mentioned that those videos hang over her head like a dark cloud, and one of her biggest fears is that she won't be able to get away from this nightmare 
nightmare that she is living through daily. This is sick and depraved behavior on the part of Pornhub. Pornhub profited from videos of naked women being tortured by a gang of men in China, and it regularly monetizes compilation videos with titles like Extreme Choking, Degraded Teen, and Screaming Teen. Trust me when I tell you that the problem goes far beyond one company and one country. It is a worldwide plague. For example, one of the most popular kinds of videos from TikTok users who are mostly young and female are lip sync videos where they dance and sing along with their favorite songs. These performances are sometimes sexualized by older men who lurk on the app, sending the young creators explicit messages and, in some cases, remixing the videos and dancing along with them via a TikTok feature called a duet. Pornhub's main competition, a company called X-Videos, attracts more visitors than Pornhub, and their depictions of child abuse, rape, and torture also appear on mainstream platforms such as Twitter, Reddit, and Facebook. During our research for this episode in early December, when forming a query on Google, Google returned 920 million videos on the search Young Porn. The National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, also known as NCMEC, compiled data on the number of images, videos, and other content related to child sexual exploitation reported to it. In 2015, it received reports of 6.5 million videos or other files. In 2017, 20.6 million, and in 2019, a whopping 69.2 million. Facebook removed 12.4 million images relating to child exploitation in a three-month period in 2020. Twitter has closed 264,000 accounts in six months for engaging in sexual exploitation of children. Currently, MindGeek, the parent company of Pornhub, is being sued by 40 women who say it profited from a sex trafficking operation by a content partner. The complaint filed with a California court on December 15th said, Girls Do Porn, that's the name of the site, sex trafficked hundreds of high school and college-aged women using fraud, coercion, and intimidation. Girls Do Porn and MindGeek knew the unconsented publication of a victim's sex video would upend the victim's life. The document said, adding the victims were brutally harassed by peers and strangers following the publication, which led some to attempt suicide. The lawsuit is demanding $40 million in damages, as well as the money MindGeek earned from hosting and promoting their videos. The complaint said the videos remained on the Pornhub website and other sites owned by MindGeek, even after the sex trafficking charges were filed, with some visible as recently as December 12th. It presents claims from some of the women that Pornhub failed to take down videos after they were reported and the victims had pleaded with the company to remove them. Trust me when I tell you, there is no shortage of stories we could relate of sites like Pornhub being involved in exploitation of young people. This unbelievably sad and disgusting situation was allowed to develop even with the Protect Our Children Act of 2008 being on the books, which is a comprehensive bill that requires the Attorney General to develop and implement a national strategy for child exploitation prevention and interdiction. The first national strategy was published in 2010. The second, from 2016, builds on that work. Nevertheless, these crimes are still very much happening right in front of our eyes. Hey, you're listening to Light em Up, and we take a deep dive on leadership, the criminal justice system, and crime scene investigation. We enlighten, educate, and empower others with the truth. Like it or not, the truth disturbs, the truth divides, but ultimately, the truth delivers. Hey, 
day at long last, concerns about Pornhub have been bubbling to the surface recently. A petition to shut the site down has received 2.1 million signatures. Senator Ben Sass, a Nebraska Republican, called on the Justice Department to investigate Pornhub. Progress may also come from the reform of a legal shield called Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act. You may have heard of it, which says no provider or user of any interactive computer service shall be treated as the publisher or speaker of any information provided by another information content provider. For more than two decades, the tech industry has had a clear message to Congress about a law that shields internet platforms from lawsuits. That message has been, don't touch it. Don't amend the law. But now, as tech companies face increasing attacks from political leaders, more of them are saying something like, let's work something out. Let's negotiate a plan forward. The law, passed in 1996, limits companies' legal exposure for the words, photos, and videos posted by users of their sites. Both President Trump and President-elect Joe Biden have called for the shield to be revoked, and many members of both parties in both chambers have publicly expressed major trims are coming to the bill. It's also important to note that 20 members of the Canadian government have called upon their government to crack down on Pornhub, which is based in Montreal. All of these moves are essential ingredients in the overall recipe. And finally, some good news. Looking back on an otherwise terribly sad year, with more than 349,000 people in the U.S. dying from the coronavirus. Some good news that Pornhub was recently the focus of a New York Times report that led to large credit card companies to block customers from using their credit cards to make purchases on the website. MasterCard, Visa, and Discover all terminated their cards from being used on it. And PayPal has cut off services for Pornhub as well, due to the pressure of some very heroic and brave people who shared their stories, documented their abuse, and had the goal of preventing others from suffering as they have, Pornhub has announced a major shift in its operating policy to significantly curb the future of exploitation on its platform. Pornhub has removed the majority of its content, millions of explicit videos, uploaded from unverified users as part of a series of changes following the allegations that the site showed videos of child abuse and non-consensual sexual behavior. The website said it had enacted the most comprehensive safeguards in user-generated platform history, including barring unverified uploaders from adding new content, eliminating the ability to download most videos, and has removed all previously uploaded content that was not created by Pornhub's verified content partners or members of its adult performers network. The changes took the number of videos on the website from 13.5 million videos down to a little under 3 million. Going forward, content creators must become verified using Pornhub's process that involves uploading a picture of themselves with their username. Pornhub tried to differentiate itself from other social media websites, writing that every piece of Pornhub content is from verified uploaders, a requirement that platforms like Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, as well as Snapchat and Twitter, have yet to institute. In today's world, all social media platforms share the responsibility to combat illegal material. Pornhub stated, we hope we have demonstrated our dedication to leading by example. Pornhub also stated that any assertion it allows child sexual abuse material, or CSAM, on its platform is irresponsible and flagrantly untrue. Pornhub closed its press release by saying, we have zero tolerance for CSAM, child sexual abuse material.
material. Pornhub is unequivocally committed to combating CSAM and has instituted an industry-leading trust and safety policy to identify and eradicate illegal material from our community. Genuine reform of the market for sexual exploitation of young people will require much oversight. Senators Josh Hawley, Maggie Hassan, Joni Ernst, and Tom Tillis on December 9th introduced bipartisan legislation to make it easier for rape victims to sue porn companies that profit from videos of their assaults. Such legislative efforts must be followed up on, and I urge all listeners to contact their representatives to see this effort through. Sure, questions should have answers. Pornhub should scrutinize its content more diligently and rigorously. Pornhub wouldn't have gotten itself into this predicament if it had done better in policing itself in the first place. It's sad, but ironic that only when MasterCard and Visa hit Pornhub in its pocketbook did it begin to pay attention and start to consider the error of its ways. In our society, money talks. It's what makes the world go around. A greedy focus on astronomical profits is stealing the innocence of our children and exploiting them by making their videos go viral. If PayPal can suspend cooperation with Pornhub, then so can American Express and other corporations. More pressure and less impunity are needed. We've seen where limiting Section 230 leads to improved self-policing by limiting immunity to compel companies such as Pornhub to do better. The action steps that should immediately be implemented should look something along these lines. Allow only verified users to post videos to the site. Prohibit downloads. Increase moderation and oversight. In Spanish, there's a war cry that goes like this. Siempre pa'lante, nunca pa'tras. Which translates into always forward, never backwards. This is the determination we must have in order to advance this cause forward. We must agitate, agitate, agitate for the protection of our children and the preservation of their innocence. Sadly, our world has often turned a blind eye to child sexual abuse. From the Catholic Church to the Boy Scouts of America, predators like Jeffrey Epstein or R. Kelly and Harvey Weinstein are prosecuted. Pornhub is all of those combined times a thousand. We are witnessing right in front of our eyes stolen innocence going viral. We've covered a lot of distance in a short period of time. The crime of human trafficking hinges on the exploitation of another. People often falsely believe human trafficking implies victims must be moved from one place to another to qualify as a victim. Human trafficking does not require transportation to be considered a crime. It is a crime that can be committed against an individual who has never left his or her hometown. It ought to concern every person because it's a debasement of our common humanity. It ought to concern every community because it tears at the social fabric. It ought to concern every business because it distorts markets. It ought to concern every nation because it endangers public health and fuels violence and organized crime. I'm talking about the injustice, the outrage of human and sex trafficking, which must be called by its true name, modern slavery. As we have seen, the images are horrific and the internet plays a major role in the exploitation and trafficking of young people. And this is an issue we all need to increase our knowledge and awareness of. Again, like we mentioned at the outset of of this episode. This wasn't a conversation on the morality of pornography. The issue is about rape and the sexual exploitation of minor children, which is perverted, sick, and a crime in all 50 states. If you or someone you know is in immediate danger, call 911. For more resources for victims of human trafficking, contact the National Human Trafficking Hotline. Call 1-88-373-7888 or text 233-733. You can visit www 
www.dhs.gov slash blue hyphen campaign to inform yourself about what human and sex trafficking look like because all of this is interrelated. Trust me. You can get involved if you suspect human trafficking. Report it. In the U.S., call 1-866-347-2423. For more information, again, visit www.dhs.gov slash blue hyphen campaign. Again, you can get help if you need help by calling 1-888-373-7888. If you or someone you know is experiencing this type of abuse, there are many resources available online at the Department of Justice's webpage, Commercial Sexual Exploitation of Children, Office of Juvenile Justice and Delinquency Prevention at OJP.gov. Also, you can go to OJJDP.OJP.GOV slash programs slash commercial hyphen sexual hyphen exploitation hyphen children as well as through the National Center for Victims of Crime Hotline at 1-855-484-2846 or 1-855-4-VICTIM V-I-C-T-I-M and if you're having thoughts of suicide call the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at 1-800-273-8255 or T-A-L-K you can find a list of resources at speakingofsuicide.com slash resources. Hey, gracias a todos. Thanks for listening. Please take a moment and visit our criminal justice foundation called Justice Rolls Down, Justicia Omnibus, Justice for All. You can find that at our RPG Consulting website at www.rpgconsultingltd.com, as well as on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook. The foundation was created to help bring justice for victims of violent crime and to their surviving family members. We highlight cold case murders in the state of Ohio and hopefully guide those cases towards justice. We'd like to thank our criminal justice and forensic science students for their work on our first case, the case of Jamila Hassan. We are in this fight until justice flows down like waters and righteousness from an ever flowing stream. Hey, episode one, season two is in the books. I am your host, Phil Rizzo. This is Light'em Up. Thanks. Ciao.